We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to True Facebook, your podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, uh, sitting in... Where are we sitting, Ricky? Uh, Gala Bingo, Barnsley. Go- Gala Bingo, Barnsley Car Park. We were promised a jam-packed car park. <laughs> the woman in the Gala Bingo woman hasn't delivered. Um, Newcastle have won 2-0 at Barnsley. Very, very comfortable win, Mickey. What was the, the highlight of the performance for you? Um, I don't know. It's hard to pick one. That was just like... It was just routine, wasn't it? But there was There was nothing... At all spectacular, but it was got two poor goals to be honest. Poor goals. Well, the second, the second one in particular was a bundle. The second one was really good. It was a bundle. The, the build-up was where decent. Where he lofted over the keeper. Build-up was decent, but the the like, first one was the bundle. The you first get, one was the bundle. Yeah, you're getting confused, um, yeah. So missed by the army, like it was <laughs> two yards out. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought aside from aside from winning the game, it was unremarkable, which is what we want really in this league. Oh, yeah. we, we just want to be. Seeing these games off comfortably, which we are, um, and it's it's delightful to be honest. Do you think that's his starting eleven? I don't know. I don't think he's got one. That, last week it was Atsu, um, who I think's got just as much of a claim as Richie and Gufran now because he's he's looked great when he's played. Um, he's pro- that's probably his defence. His dummy looks irreplaceable, obviously as always. <laughs> um, Clark seems to have got that place alongside. Marcells, who's obviously going to start, um, and Anita seems to have solidified himself, particularly away from home. I think I would put, I would play Anita as well, as much as I don't think he's a good right back. He's he's more defensive than Yadlin. He's doing nothing wrong, is he? Yeah, he's doing nothing wrong. I mean, I think I think that's the start eleven. Um, like I think he will continue to rotate, but I just think if he was to pick his best team, that like would a be cup it. Final. Um, well, a cup final. When I think we have, when we have a cup final. When we we'll have a cup final, I think as uh, Holland often says, he thinks Hydaro will become Newcastle's left back if he stays well, he's, fit he's not played more than three games in a row in his yeah, entire career so he's a point, he's, it's pointless even talking about him <laughs> um, so the, the the first half was actually poor we didn't create anything I couldn't see the match from my yeah. seat <laughs> right at the front behind the crossbar um, we didn't I can't remember a chance in the first half can you make your, no, uh, no, so I saw, no me and Carly moved back um, yeah, he's moved so back. We, so we could see. But you did, still didn't see any chances. We didn't see any chances. No, it was a it was a poor half. It was a and, shock and shock and half of football from both sides. It was we 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 weren't in the game and I mean I said to Ben regularly throughout the game it was frustrating because we kept give, giving away set pieces. We only concede set pieces. I don't think apart from Mbemba giving the ball passing the ball away against Huddersfield. I don't think there's been a single goal that the opposition have scored and maybe one against Wolves that wasn't a set piece. So <laughs> rather than foul them around the box just let them cross 
let them cross it and Lars defended because we only concede set pieces and we're giving away a lot in the second half but Barnley had I don't think Dollar's made a real save has he? No he hasn't um, uh, one, of the, one of the first things you learn in bid footy though is like if they're going to get the cross in you're better off making the foul because at least you're set oh yeah I know, I'm being facetious whatever it's called um, but it's just an ode to Dwight Gale really because he's, he's so good I mean good. He, he didn't really have any chances tonight he's he, scored. he scored twice and he could have had a couple more and one impressed me being right down at the front was one in this uh, when it was 2 nearly he had a chance and nearly scored at the near post and, and it's kind of the opposite of Diame who we'll talk about in a bit but Diame head down hand on head it, it's all, it, it, he obviously does care Gale but he do, it doesn't affect him missing chances it just yeah. doesn't he's not asked. he's like right next one dead, dead confident and what 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 impresses me as well about him is the fact he consistently he's a handful for centre back he's fucking 5 foot 9 and he's a handful for a big six or four yeah. centre back. I think and that's I think something that's potentially learned by rising through the leagues, a bit like Jamie Vardy, where he's had to, his height has been a bit of a disadvantage as a centre forward, particularly in non-league. So he's you know, people consistently transform Mitrovic, which is bizarre. Um I think Dwight Gale is more of a handful. Like when has Mitrovic ever dominated a defender or really or won the ball in the air or held up the ball? Well he hasn't, he's not that type of player. All he does is give away fouls. Um Dwight Gale probably far better than Diarme or, or Mitrovic in the air. Um, do you think he's he's worth signing the season? I mean, that's what that's got to be 11, 11 goals in twelve games now. He's proven he's proven himself, hasn't he? Um, I didn't think he looked that that good in the first couple of games. I thought he looked like he was a bit weak, and he's just completely he's completely blown that argument out the window. Like there's there's no possible argument now that he's weak. He's um, he's much stronger than a guy of his size should be. And he's also unbelievably fit. Um, he's really fast really fast and fit he's still going 93rd minute he's still sprinting across the pitch closing people down and he just looks like a solid professional you know and that's you know you shouldn't have to praise footballers for being good professionals but this is you know we, we've had our fair share of consistently injury prone players or players who are nagged or can't see out a game and, and Dwight Gale is, is a model pro and my favourite player at Newcastle um, Diarme Mickey I think did you think he got better towards the towards the end I don't know Ben I, I thought he was I thought he was poor today but I wanted to talk about the, the people in the crowd that were slating him from, from the first minute and shouting at him when he did stuff wrong singing songs about Shola like <laughs> it's it, it, it's funny but it's not funny at the same time like a, a guy who's obviously struggling for confidence struggling to to produce his best form and people are just getting on his back he's only played what seven games or something Without nine pre-season. games or something he's injured like that through what's what, what, what are fans thinking to, to be like that and we expected to have some idiots in the crowd with a, a 6,000 allocation but it was basically everyone that was next to us was from from the first minute shouting, shouting about the army and I've got no time for it that said I didn't think it was very good today but yeah well you can you can have players playing not very good for you and don't, you don't have to scream abuse at them all yeah. I was worried you know, I, you know what's I, r- ridiculous sorry I'll say this what's, how thick people are right it's Gail or Mitrovic that's the crack Gale or Mitrovic he's never going to play them together he's not going to fucking push Dwight Gale into attacking midfield with lad who scored 11 goals in 12 games yeah. it's Gale or Mitrovic so when you sing Mitro like that it can only send the message that you want Mitrovic to start over Gale what, what, what a Dwight Gale who still doesn't have a fucking song by the way um, no one sings his name yeah. we need to start singing Gale like Bale <laughs> something to start I don't want to but, no, yeah, but, but, but it's a start though isn't it we've got it like you kind of just Dwight Gale <laughs> they were like Gail, Gail. 
Um, I, I refuse. You refuse. Well, well, well go on then. Think of think of something better because Dwight Gale not having a song is scandalous. When fucking Mitrovic, who hasn't kicked the ball this season, hasn't scored a goal, that's for sure. Um, you know, he scored nice. fucking nine goals for Newcastle in two years. Well, not two years is a bit harsh, but and, and you've got people trying to Mitrovic like when the army like misses a header. Like Diarmi is a bad target man. I'll say it. He's bad at it. But he's not a target man. Though, but he's he? not a target man. We just rely on him to win headers when we play the ball long. Him and Buffon <clears> together between them. Who fans only what five ten or something? No, it's not, it's not, oh, not and he's six oh, foot six tall. Foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> is he though? Does anyone know? It's got to be. I think he's five foot one, isn't he? We're, we're, we're not intelligent <laughs> as a fan. Very to, old to podcast guy. Uh, no, but 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 anyway, Dwight Dwight needs a song. So you were going to say? Yeah, pass it out if anyone can think of anything on Twitter. Not that we're going to start it or get it going, but some somebody might. Can I? You were talking about the the away fans there, and you know everyone's been patting themselves on the back. Um, you know, six thousand on the Tuesday night in Barnsley, and you know it is good, but but it's I say this quite a lot. It's that's what we you know. That's what we tell everyone that we're dead good fans, so it's expected. But you know, all the lads going fucking nuts on the concourse, like absolutely nuts for an hour before the game. I'd love to know where they're sitting in St James's Park because they're not in the fucking corner. <laughs> On a Saturday, never singing, ne- not singing, and the atmosphere's been so poor at home games. It's it's just dead weird how people seem to go berserk at away games, but they can't rouse themselves at home games. Um, and not not even at all either. It's not yeah. like it's just it's a, not like, like toned down. Again, yeah, but it's nothing. Zero. It's it was just getting on players' backs, but that's a great one. A night we've won two nil. Uh, Norwich got beat, so we're top of the league for the first Did time. Did they get beat today? I thought yeah, it was a draw. Oh, draw was a draw. Same thing. Two pens um, two pence. Score two pence. That's all that managed. It's basically against a defeat. <laughs> against, um, against, against Fulham. Yeah, against Fulham, who we couldn't score against. Though <laughs> we should have had two pence as well. Uh, <laughs> Norwich getting our pence. Um, yet again, um, sorry, I'll talk about top of the league first. Do you think, if you're a betting man, make you which I know you are, times, do you think we'll relinquish top spot? Thanks for sharing that with us. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think we will now. I think Can that's us. I think we'll, um, we'll stay top of the league for the rest of the year. We'll stay top of the league for the rest of the season. That's what Mickey says. <clears throat> if you um, if you listen to Talksport, I can't even remember who it is, but one of the one of the presenters who's not not that famous has been arguing from day one that we're going to not lose like the entire season. Yeah. And he's kept having to like, well, not lose some now. We'll not lose some now. <laughs> I don't think we'll lose some now. I think we're now looking solid enough that we won't we won't lose. But we're too good to lose in this league. I think tonight's proved it completely. Well, like, hang it was on. So hang so on. comfortable. Hang on. Against like, a decent side in the in this league. We've been done twice at home. No, I know, but we've been we've been rubbish then. But the last couple of games, I think we've. we've you know, you know much, what the problem is, Maggie? And it's it's going to be hard because I don't want Newcastle to concede to prove it. We need to win a game from behind before I start believing that. Because every time we've gone behind, we've gone behind three times a season and we've lost every game. I bet you the next time it happens, we'll win. Well, I hope I hope you're right. But until they do that. Hang on, Norwich. Norwich um, I mean sorry yes you're right Ben but I meant first goal right. you know when we concede the first goal in the game was just seemed to be like all ideas out the window I mean like with Huddersfield and Wolves with just everything that could go wrong did go wrong um, and I think we're very reliant people talk about we're reliant on Shelby and we are but we're more reliant on Gale because there's no one else scoring the goals yeah. that's the you listen it's not a problem you squat striker being on fire but realistically there's no one else getting the goals at the moment even though Diarme should have had the first one tonight um, <laughs> it could be a problem if we were to get an injury for Dwight uh, Dwight Gale or Shelby we could be in a little bit a yeah little bit that's of what Rafa said in the, the pre-match um, press conference As they're talking about Shelby and how good he is and he's like ah oh, he's good but if we're if we're relying on one player if it's all about one player then we've got a problem 
Um, and so maybe maybe next week in the cup against Preston at home we might see see a Shelby less Newcastle. I think we should as well. Yeah, um, give him a rest. As much as I want to win that cup, and I think we still are going to win that cup. By the way, hey, you um, think we're going to win the cup? I think we're going to win the cup. Man City are left in it. Um, <laughs> Man United, you we shouldn't, we shouldn't be risking them because Shelby will Shelby will take us to a top position in that league on his own. Almost <laughs> the way he's playing at the minute. Yeah, he's unplayable, isn't he? In that league, he's at the moment he's unplayable. It was good. What was good to see tonight was that unlike Brentford. Um, Barnsley tried to close him down and it still didn't work. Yeah, and that's good because he's like, good, isn't he? Yeah, first half he didn't get a, much of a say, but pressing and Man Martin's dead hard and tiring. So you know, just because someone might, and I'd imagine Mick McCarthy and Ipswich will not be letting him run free on Saturday. Ipswich won tonight, by the way. It's ended their rotten run of form. Their first goal in six games, I think, beating Burton two 0 I, I think they've kept six clean sheets in a row. They've just been drawing nil nil like <laughs> relentlessly. Um, but you know, it's almost worse than getting beat. That in it, six nil nils on the bounce. But as um, as we're going to the weekend, Mickey, can you say anything else uh, than a win against Ipswich? I mean, it's it's almost a freebie to me. I've said consistently on the match previews on True Faith that we need two points. We want two goals a game and two points a game. That's that's what gets you promoted. No team who's ever scored. Um, more than 90 goals or more has ever not been promoted and no team that's achieved 90 points has ever not been promoted automatically so we're, we're well on course for that so we've, we've had our three game week three league games and we've What's picked up six points, points now, do you know? well it was two points a game before there was 25 of, of 12 so it'll be 28 of 13 so it's more than two points a game and I think we've now scored 27 so what? more than two goals a game so as long as we keep that up I'm happy so obviously I don't think we'll lose to Ipswich but it's not the um, it's not the fucking catastrophe that like, the thousands will make out it would be if we drew or so you count, you're almost counting it as a free game mm-hmm. that's how we look at it two points as long as we score twice well the, well the points are more important than the goals but as long as we get to two points so we've got we've picked up six points now from two games if we get beat on Saturday it's still six points from three games which yeah. is two points a game and we'll start again and I think that's the way Rafa will look at it as well in terms of relentlessly picking up the wins and then you give yourself that breathing room to fuck up you give yourselves that breathing room in the championship to have Wolves at home so we'll see and uh, who, who, anyone stand out tonight the other man of the match apart from Gail or Shelby anyone who we thought played well well it's, uh, for me tonight it was all about Shelby I thought he was absolutely class um, I thought he controlled the game, the, the game. <laughs> Um, and nobody could get near him. Like you said, they were trying to close him down, and they just couldn't do it. They weren't, they weren't even close. I thought, um, I thought Richie was quiet yeah. tonight. Well, he was kept quiet. Uh, well, possibly yes. He maybe should have been subbed off a bit. Earlier and the lad who marked him, as Ben pointed out, I mean, the lad who marked him first, more, uh, first half got man of the match. Yeah, there, number seventeen for yeah. them. Um, and then he switched sides, and Richie got a bit better. Yeah, when they put on. The absolute giant of the left back who's <laughs> never a left back. He's got to be a centre back, yeah. <laughs> he's carrying a bit of timber as well. Yeah, it was. Poor lad, he must have come on so Richie and then thought, uh, thought like, well, he might be tired. I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just stand off him. And then Atsu comes on, <laughs> rapid. And, and Does it about three times. <laughs> Looks a good player. Atsu, like he really does. I rate him. I, I rate him before he came. I think he'll be good. I think he's, I think he's one that we can carry forward next year and play him in the prem. Yeah, so I think he'll really come on. Because he's still only young, isn't he? He's only 23 or 4 something. Yeah, something like that. Possibly younger. Alright. And um, I thought Hayden play, played well after a spell over the side. Callback, I thought Callback had his best game for us in a while on Saturday, so that's, that's uh, the nature of rotation. What I really like about Hayden, he's just got this ability to get in the way of stuff. Yeah, that's what Like it the is. amount of times. He's not even a tackle, it's just he's in the way of a pass. Breaking up play, very good. I think. Um, I like Hayden a lot. I think if, if I was to pick the two centre mids, without question at the minute, it would be Hayden and 
and Shelby callback for me wouldn't get wouldn't get close to a, a, a starting eleven per se. I would rotate him in because Rafa's obviously doing it right. Mm. But um, the Hayden's a better player. Like I say, he's just a he's just a wall, he's just a big unit that stands in the way of people and stops the ball cutting forward, which is exactly what you want from a player like him. Give it quickly to Shelby, who's got a chance to take a touch and make a pass. It works. Yeah. Yes, it does. Kieran Clark was very good. I thought Lascelles could have been sent off in the first half when he got didn't booked. Didn't see it. I saw your message. He got booked for the elbow. I thought he elbow. He did elbow him. Did he? There was no need for it. He made the made the motion. I don't think I don't think he's caught him. He's kind of caught him with the arm on the neck. But I still think he was lucky. I don't really know why the the refs given a yellow card yeah, there. Like, <laughs> if, in my opinion, if the ref sees it and he thinks it's a foul and it's an elbow, it's a red every day of the week. Yeah, I've not seen it, so I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that, no middle ground. I'm there, watching it live. I've not seen replays, so people might be listening to this thing. Wonderful. If it's an arm, though, I think you just get a yellow for just a strike in the face. Instead, you, you, you can't hear that. That's Ben saying it's not a. It's a. It's it's a. It's a. If, what did you say? If it's it's a yellow, if it doesn't strike him in the face. No, no, it's a yellow if it's not an elbow. So, like, if you're saying it was his arm. That's probably why he's been given the benefit of that. Yes, um, Newcastle have won away from home. It's we've come a long way, haven't we, since um, the opening night of the season at Fulham. Mark and Greenstreet, so I thought you were with us for a second. No, I didn't come. And we've it's it. pleasant in the Championship though, isn't it? You come down and you think, oh, we're probably going to win here. Yeah. And then it's a it's a comfortable victory. There's not as much excitement as there is when you get a, like a smash and grab win in the Prem or something that you haven't deserved or you, you beat a team that are better than you. But... It is nice that you come all this way, but it's just it's just cosy. It's a nice, solid win. <laughs> you got to go back in the car, just being slightly smug and pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Newcastle have conceded two goals this season away from home. Two in what six or seven games now? Um, more than that? No. Yeah, six or seven games. And uh, one of them was was the corner at Fulham, and the other one was Matt Matt Sells pointed in against uh, Villa. <laughs> You know, that's two set pieces, as Ben said to me during the match, that's two set pieces, that's all we've conceded. And that's, uh, you know, for a team that were dog shit away from home for like a good two and a half years, uh, conceding goals all over the shop. I know, well, it's the same, you know, Nita, Dummett, um, Lascelles, Darlow, they were all here during Steve McLaren's, you know, era, and, and most of them were here before Carver, before that. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just. We are playing nice. against a lot of caliber opposition though. The Barnsley are probably one of the stronger, stronger sides we're going to play against away from home this year. And you know, they're they the were, second they're the second top scorers in the league. They were rubbish. They, they were. They were uh, we made them look poor, but they were shocking as well. They were misplacing passes left, right, and centre, like kicking the ball out of play for no reason, like unmarked <laughs> and not under pressure. Just no end product is then. See, that's I, I think about Matt, Matt Ritchie's all end product because you can go twenty minutes in a in a game. We're thinking he's quiet or he's not doing much, but he doesn't put bad crosses in, or he only puts crosses in that defenders have to defend. There's nothing like going straight out of play when Matt Ritchie plays across. Yeah. There's nothing going like across the ground and the defender can smash it away. If the defender gets to the head of the attacker or straight at him, he's still got to defend the ball. And that's first goal came from a straight header, wasn't it? There's Ben saying, yeah, the first goal we scored came from a really poor defensive header from Barnsley. Um, and it's it's just that end, that end product that, that the game at the crucial times, the crucial moments, what that we get right, that other teams get wrong. It's just because we're we're a class above everyone in this league, and we'll, we'll win it. Yeah. As we said at the start of the season, we'll win this league comfortably, and it's it's going to happen. Soaking more share now than it has at any point in the season, I think. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're rolling. We're next two league games like Ipswich and, and Preston, two bottom half sides. Preston, I don't know how they've got on tonight or the played. I think they might play tomorrow night. Um, Preston at 18th. Ipswich have probably moved up a few places, up to like 14th or 13th today, but 
That's two bottom half sides. And uh, Cardiff, after that, who are in the relegations tonight, they're going to play tomorrow. You've got to be looking for, for. I mean, like I said, it's not the end of the world if we don't win every single match. We're going to draw a game sometime. We're going to probably lose a game sometime. But that's nine points there for me. Three, three far, far superior, far inferior teams to us. Nine points and, and all as well. I just hope I hope the atmosphere is a bit better on Saturday. I mean, we'll be doing my bit. Yeah, it was flat on, um, on Saturday, gone really flat. Yeah, it's so those kind of games. Sorry, Dad, those sorry. kind of games against teams like Brentford at home. It's almost it's hard to get that excited. I, like I do, I, I understand people that aren't making making that much noise. Although we try our best in the, in the yeah, corner. Yeah, I don't know. I disagree with you slightly. It's. It's it's almost a show of appreciation even for the team. It's like you know, like people. All you're asking them to do is people arouse themselves three or four times a game. But there, I suppose it's more frustrating if we were dead supportive and then the reaction at the Wolves game wasn't a disgrace by the by the fans. And I would accept it more. But because we're so there's a lot of people that are so quick to get angry and criticise and slag off players, yeah. you'd think when it's actually going well they'd be happy. But I'm being negative because it's been a good win tonight, and we'll probably better get on the road and and get home. Um, Anything, anything you think we've missed, Mick? No. 111 points is what I said at the start of the season. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough, but... What will that take? A 46 games, so 90... 46 times 2 is... 94? No, 92? 92. It's a lot more than two points a game there, so that's, that's a canny ask. with 102 last time. We'll have to win most of, most of the remaining games. Yeah. I think it's unlikely. <laughs> but I think we're, we are... I think we're proving ourselves at the moment to be almost that calibre of class above everyone else but well teams can't score against them which is a good start unless we lift like you know Huddersfield um, and Wolves we just gifted them goals like you know yeah. and we you know I said after Derby and Derby away on the podcast that Mbemba was too good for this division he didn't even make the bench tonight did he not neither did Hanley um, he was the centre half on the bench there was no there was two full backs Callback, Perez Mitrovic and Keeper oh I'm missing someone yes but not necessarily set and a half. Atsu. Atsu. Atsu there yeah. you go. So that says a lot in this. I think it's more he's quite confident in Dummett moving across. And <coughs> it doesn't, and, and I like the fact that Mitrovic and doesn't get a sniff, and Perez got his chance. He didn't take it, so he's straight back out. Yeah, I always say, and that's it, whether the players like it or not. I'm sure it's frustrating for them, but that's good for their careers in the long run. Whether it's at Newcastle or not, because uh, Rafa consistently uses the phrase "respect your teammates." It's like if your teammates play playing well. You should accept the fact that you sh- you should be nowhere near the first team. I mean, Daryl Murphy, Daryl Murphy, he come to town on Saturday. He was their best player. He's yeah. he's, he's not appeared for in the league. <laughs> Poor bloke. Um, he, 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 he knew what he was getting. Though, he? <laughs> he knew what he was getting, but you he's probably thinking after five or six or more than that, he might have got ten minutes on the pitch <laughs> at some point in the league. <laughs> Doesn't even get. The, I don't think he's been on the bench really. I've not. I don't remember him being. <laughs> um, Right, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, it's been True Faith Weekly Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us a follow, um, Antief Weekly Pod. And thanks very much to everyone who's left five star reviews. Um, no thanks to the cunt who left a one star review. He knows who he is, probably listening. Um, <laughs> he's probably going to leave. on a list now. Yeah, he put me on, put me on a list. He's probably going to add more iTunes accounts to give him more one star reviews. So if you're <laughs> listening to this, let's fight back against the troll. Um, also, uh, Glenn Ashcroft, thanks for your review. Um, no problem buying your pint but you have to come to one of the ruby pubs we go to pretty much um, so that's like digging me though was it no 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 it, you know well, like no no it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> but um, I'm just trying to convince Glenn not to take us up on that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah thanks for listening and we will be back 
what we're going to do, we're still going to have the radio show, 1.30 preview, but we're going to start podcasting it, um, and we're probably going to pre-record, and it'll be out Thursday each week, where I'll try and get an opposition fan on the pod uh, for a half-hour show. Every Thursday night, that'll be up, so two days' time for Ipswich, and of course, it'll be Mike Ipswich Queen, a long-time True Faith Weekly podcast contributor. Um, it's funny how when we come down to his league in the championship, we we'll never have him on. Him. <laughs> but when we're in the Premier League, we used to have him do a championship segment. <laughs> well, he'll be here on Thursday to talk over. And uh, yeah, we will speak to you then when we'll be back out after Ipswich at home. Thank you and thanks, Mickey. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.